0: You've now referenced that you've worked for the, <laughs> the multinational behemoths with mm-hmm. thousands of employees like the KPMGs and the Ernst & Youngs, and you've also worked at the smaller companies, the Click and the Blue Dots. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in the human resources department working in those two types of environments?
1: When in, in the bigger environments, it's a lot more structured, it's a lot more bureaucratic, it's a lot more common for people to have defined roles like there's this person handles everything benefits, this person handles everything vacation, this person handles people that are going on on disability or whatever. They're, so you have a lot more kind of siloed and you can end up supporting, even if you are a bit more of a generalist, generalist role, you would more likely supporting like a specific team, a specific department. We have a lot of similarities versus at the smaller organizations, and it's it's the same for any kind of role, like I would say a great smaller companies are bigger companies are great because you can learn process and approach, and those kind of systematic thinking will help you when it comes time to like expand or scale anything later. Downside is your scope of what you're exposed to is quite limited, so you can maybe become an expert in thing working in a smaller company, whether it's you know a, a startup or scale up kind of environment you get exposed to so many different things. The, the the breadth of things you might be responsible for are wide, the amount of learning you can have. And things can move at a really slow pace if there's thousands or tens of thousands of employees and it has to go up seven levels of command for someone to okay it before it goes. Versus in the smaller environment, it's, hey, I have an idea we could do this. And someone says, cool, do it. Or you're just sometimes empowered to like, you just do what you think is right in the variety of different tasks, projects, you'll be exposed to. So. A year in a smaller company is often equal to two, three, four years in a big company as far as the breadth of things you get exposed to and the amount of learning you get.
0: And I would imagine in the smaller company, it would matter that much more Mm. who you're reporting to because if you're in a big company that has all those best practices systematized, kind of baked into the fabric of the company, Mm -hmm. your manager matters, but not as much if you're going to be able to kind of run in a million directions because you want that mentorship.
1: Yeah. I think, well, I think it matters in all places, but you're right as far as in the structured environment, the amount of things they might be either exposing you to or choking you away from or are limited versus in the small organization, they can really... And actually, you're bringing up another great point that's worth mentioning is one of the struggles of being a people leader, an HR leader, people culture leader is how do you create that connection between frontline employees or people, regardless of the role, to the mission, to the goal of the organization? And in a bigger company, it's really easy to feel like you're a cog in a big machine versus in the bigger, sorry, the small organization, not only do you have the potential for way more learning, exposure, variety, et cetera. But your proximity to feeling that the work you're doing it matters or that it's making a difference or it's actually fueling the mission is greater.
0: Rob, what advice do you have for college students as they prepare to head into the working world for the first time in terms of how to take advantage of their human resources department at whatever company, whatever size they end up at, and how they can put themselves in the driver's seat of their own professional development?
1: What a great question. One, see them as a human. Definitely back to that idea earlier that in some companies, some frames of thinking, some people think like, oh, they're just towing the company line or they're just here to you know, keep the company out of trouble. See them as a human, build a relationship with them, get to know them and don't shy away from getting to know them, what they're, they're there to do and who they are and what's important to them. Uh, but also not from shying away kind of that you want to learn, that you want to grow, that you want opportunities. And just kind of making that clear would be the, the best thing you can do because in all organizations, regardless of where they are on that spectrum between like HR is transactional, HR truly is a strategic partner. There are closed doors meetings all the time where employee decisions are made, where that HR person can influence the outcome. And them knowing you, knowing you're about having a connection to you, and knowing what you want to learn and grow can really positively impact what you get, what you get to do, and where you get to go with things. And that would be the biggest thing. I think that would honestly be the thing that would serve people the most.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this K Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. we